It's Thursday, December the 10th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist, sponsored by TD Ameritrade. Coming up, Facebook's breakup call and no turbocharged Brexit deal. First, the world in brief. America's Federal Trade Commission and 48 states sued Facebook alleging antitrust breaches. Two separate lawsuits claim the firm, whose social network has 2.7 billion members, crushed competition by buying up emerging smaller rivals. The FTC said it would seek a ruling that could require the company to divest Instagram, a photo-sharing app, and WhatsApp, a messaging system. Britain and the European Union gave themselves until Sunday to decide whether to continue their search for a Brexit agreement. That would leave enough time, just, for any deal to be ratified before December 31st, when a transition period ends. Despite a three-hour dinner between Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson and the President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, large gaps remain. The pair gabbed over a fish banquet. It wasn't immediately apparent in whose territorial waters the meal was caught. The United Arab Emirates approved a COVID-19 vaccine developed by Sinopharm, a Chinese state-owned pharmaceutical group, becoming the first foreign country to do so. Emirati officials said the vaccine had been found to have 86% efficacy, according to interim analysis in a Phase 3 trial. China hopes to become a world leader in vaccinations. An Iranian official said that suspects in the killing of Mohsen Fakhrizadeh had been arrested. Iran's top nuclear scientist was shot while travelling in a convoy on November 27th. The parliamentary adviser announcing the arrests also said that evidence had come to light implicating Zionists, that is, Israel, in the assassination. Hunter Biden said his tax affairs were being investigated by federal prosecutors in Delaware. The son of President-elect Joe Biden has been regularly attacked by Republicans who claim his business dealings in Ukraine and China are shady. Last year, President Donald Trump was impeached for allegedly trying to pressure Ukraine into investigating him. The investigation is reportedly connected to his activities in China. The detention of thousands of Uyghurs in China is being turbocharged by technology, according to a report by Human Rights Watch, an advocacy group. Leaked police data show that Uyghurs in the region of Xinjiang are arbitrarily selected for arrest by a computer program that flagged behaviour such as international travel, wearing religious clothing or studying the Quran. And Gol, a Brazilian airline, became the world's first to resume flying the Boeing 737 MAX. The plane had been grounded after two fatal crashes, thought to do with a faulty anti-stall system. Boeing had come under intense scrutiny over its original push to approve the airliner for flight. Only America and Brazil have recertified the 737 MAX for takeoff. And now, here's today's agenda. America's assessment, the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. A committee of independent scientific experts will meet in America today to review data relating to the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine and vote on whether it should be granted emergency use authorization. Britain, Canada and Bahrain have already authorized it, and the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, America's regulator, has said it is safe and effective. This has raised hopes that the panel will recommend proceeding. 
Even though its recommendations are not binding, the FDA usually follows them. The meeting is televised and open to the public, which public health experts hope will instill confidence that the vaccine's approval is a scientific rather than political decision. Yesterday, it emerged that two health workers in Britain developed an allergic reaction to the vaccine. Both had a history of serious allergies. Trust in vaccines has declined this year. It must be preserved to ensure rollouts are successful. Women's Rights – Argentina's Abortion Battle The Argentine legislature takes up the issue of abortion today. President Alberto Fernandez's government is confident it has the votes to grant all women legal access to the procedure for the first 14 weeks of pregnancy. At the moment, abortion is illegal except in cases of rape or danger to the mother's health. But a case last year in which an 11-year-old who was raped gave birth after weeks of deliberate delays at her local hospital triggered widespread protests. If the measure passes, Argentina will be the largest Latin American country to so loosen restrictions. Thousands are expected to demonstrate in favour and against. A victory for Mr Fernandez would fulfil an election promise that would please his base and send a message across the continent. But it will upset the Argentine-born Pope Francis, who has compared having an abortion to hiring a hitman. Yet even the pontiff's opposition looks unlikely to stop the measure. Holdouts and haggling, the EU summit. A final round of bargaining over 1.8 trillion euros, 2.2 trillion dollars, will be the centerpiece of a summit of EU leaders in Brussels later today. Hungary and Poland have refused to sign off on both the EU's seven-year 1 trillion euro budget and a separate 750 billion euro plan agreed this summer to issue collective debt at scale for the first time. The standoff stems from a dispute over rule-of-law stipulations attached to EU money aimed at sanctioning countries which trample on their judicial systems. Leaders in Hungary and Poland say the plan goes too far. A last-minute draft compromise will involve a statement by leaders explaining when and how the new rules will be enforced. When that is sorted, then EU leaders can move on to the topics they were meant to be talking about in the first place. For example, an ambitious target to cut emissions to 55% of 1990 levels, which is proving controversial. As one row comes to a close, another begins. Choosing a driver, Volkswagen's chief executive. Today, the supervisory board of Volkswagen, Europe's biggest carmaker, will meet to discuss a contract extension for Herbert Diess, the chief executive. Mr Diess's current contract runs to 2023, so an extension now would be a vote of confidence in his leadership. He needs unequivocal backing from the board to strengthen his hand in clashes with the unions. They are butting heads over his desire to cut the bloated workforce of the VW brand, the biggest by far of the group's 12 marks, and boost its profitability. He also wants to install allies as chief financial officer and head of procurement. Both roles are central to his efforts to boost efficiency at VW. Union representatives, who occupy half of the 20 seats on the supervisory board, have signalled willingness to compromise over the two top jobs, but it is uncertain whether they will vote to extend Mr Deese's contract. Bad Beliefs – Conspiracy in the Balkans 
More than 77% of the citizens of Western Balkan countries believe one or more COVID-19 conspiracies, according to a study published today by the Balkans in Europe Policy Advisory Group. These include assertions that the virus is a hoax, linked to 5G technology, or being spread to allow Bill Gates to insert chips into people along with vaccines. As many as 53.4% of respondents said they are unwilling to receive a shot. Low levels of trust in government and decades of Balkan politicians telling citizens they are besieged by enemies help explain the high prevalence of such beliefs across the region. But there are significant variations. Albania has more people who believe conspiracy theories fervently than other countries. And in several countries, minority ethnic groups were likelier to believe conspiracy theories than majority groups. Among Kosovo Serbs, 93.7% believe the pharmaceutical industry created the virus, not far off the 89.6% who plan to refuse a vaccine. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Tony Cade Bambara, who died on this day in 1995. The dream is real, my friends. The failure to make it work is the unreality. That's it from The Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast. And as a subscriber, you have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app on your mobile device to start listening.